Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. Well, today we begin looking at a new psalm, Psalm 45. Over the years, whenever I've read this psalm, boy, I feel excitement as I read even the first couple verses and think about the reason and the purpose of this psalm and the history behind this psalm. Now, we do have a title to this psalm, To the Chief Musician, Set to the Lilies, A Contemplation of the Sons of Korah, A Song of Love. From the title, we do not know who actually wrote this psalm. We don't know the exact uh, occasion for which this psalm was written. Some people believe it was written as a wedding song to be sung at the wedding of Solomon to the daughter of Pharaoh, who became his first wife, his first queen, that he built this fantastic palace for. You can read about in the Chronicles and in the Kings. Now, others believe that possibly this was written following Psalm 44, if indeed Psalm 44 was written written during a time when Hezekiah was the king of Judah, the king that uh, had to face the armies of Assyria, and it was a time of despair that he wanted to bring back godliness to the kingdom. And so he looks for a godly bride, and he wants a bride that loves the Lord, and he finds the bride, he finds the daughter of Isaiah, who is his best friend, to be the godly lady. And this is a song written to commemorate, to be sung at this wedding of King Hezekiah. We're not sure sure. But for one thing, and I like how Spurgeon said this, Spurgeon said, some see Solomon and Pharaoh's daughter only. They are short-sighted. Others see Solomon and Christ. They're cross-eyed. <laughs> but others, well-focused with spiritual eyes, see Jesus only. For sure, this is a messianic psalm. This psalm is about Jesus Christ. Right in the middle of all the confusion and the hurt and the pain and all the distress that's upon the nation of Israel in chapter 44, Psalm 45 is about the Messiah and His bride, the church. And we believe this psalm is actually quoted for sure in Hebrews chapter 1, I believe, verses 7, 8, and 9. It's a great chapter that tells us that Jesus Christ is better. Jesus Christ is awesome. Jesus Christ is the one and only one who can bring hope and salvation to the world. And so Psalm 45 is an exciting psalm, and it begins with these words, my heart is overflowing with a good thing. I recite my composition concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. And then he immediately begins to speak about Jesus. You are fairer than the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. So right off the bat, we read that this writer is contemplating, thinking about none other, a messianic psalm, the Lord Jesus Christ, who one day will marry his bride, one day will sit on his throne, one day as a glorious king will Will rule and reign forever. No doubt this is a messianic psalm speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. The writer just through God's wonderful way of prophesying and giving him visions and letting him look ahead and see the future saw Jesus and saw Jesus only. 
Oh, in these days of apostasy, these days of much distress in our nation and in our world with disease and violence and all the different things, the apathy, the indifference, with the anarchy and all the confusion that's going on even in our nation, what do we do? I tell you what we do. We see Jesus. Man, you read the book of Hebrews. It begins by quoting from this psalm, speaking of Jesus Christ. And over and again, this the writer of Hebrews said, but we see Jesus who is made a little lower than the angels, but has been crowned with glory and honor. And Jesus has a glorious bride. His bride is the church. That's you and me. Now, as we look at this psalm, we're going to see this very vividly as, as we read through it. And so we know our king is a great king. So we do not believe this is speaking of Solomon and his marriage. It is speaking of Jesus and his marriage to the bride, his bride, the church, which we read about in Revelation, will take place, we believe. And it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful union. And already, Jesus loves his bride so much that he gave himself for it. That's you and me. And we can be encouraged today. And as we think about it, our hearts are a jump with joy because he is risen. He's a living Savior and he lives forever. Well, God bless you and you have a wonderful, wonderful day.